A Florida man was arrested for sign language death threats. A Florida man locked a father and daughter inside a tennis court over a scooter dispute. A Florida man was caught on camera having intercourse with a miniature horse. And residents of a Florida neighborhood fear their roosters are being stolen for underground cockfighting. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News. And they are all from Florida. Because on Friday, we only do weird news from Florida. It's Florida Friday, only on Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. Thanks for joining me. Let's do it. I'm going to kill you. A Florida man is arrested using sign language to threaten a woman's life over stolen mail. Florida man is at it again. Not just Fridays. Every day. I just like to talk about it on Friday. This time, Florida man, while in jail, used a video text to threaten his ex-girlfriend. How did he get the smartphone in the jail? They keep it up their butt, Jonesy. Oh, sorry. I had no idea. Uh, Now, this is according to deputies at the, you guessed it, Pinellas County Jail, Robert John Soule. You can't trust a man with two first names. Robert John threatened the life of a lady using sign language in a video text that was sent to the victim while he's in prison. I'm still confused. How did he get a smartphone? They get everything, though, don't they? Uh, You could probably buy Bitcoin in prison, I'd imagine. So, Robert John sent the victim a video text using sign language uh, that expressed the following. I'll kill you, okay? I'll kill you, okay? I like that he threw in the okay. Like, is that okay with you? I'm going to kill you, okay? Or maybe he's just like, are you getting this? Um, It doesn't say here if the victim can understand sign language, although... It's his ex, so I'm assuming she knows some sort of rudimentary sign language. She probably knows all the swear words because he's a Florida man. No doubt he's taught her these things. Soul is deaf, obviously, and he thought the woman, his ex, was stealing mail from his residence. I'd be very upset with that, too. Mail is important, especially when you got that stimmy check waiting for you, John Robert. Can you get your mail in prison? Can you forward it? I have no idea what the mail situation becomes once you're in jail. I'm curious, though. The woman, his ex, told the investigators she feared that Soul would cause harm to her. Soul is in prison currently for a felony charge. He lives at the Silver Lake Mobile Home Park, as you can imagine he would. Though it says here the landlord this month filed an eviction lawsuit against him and his ex-girlfriend for non-payment of several months of their rent. Their $1,340 a month rent. That seems very excessive to live in a mobile home park in St. Petersburg. Well, Soul's making very bad decisions in life. Soul is not originally from Florida. He's from Michigan, where his rap sheet includes multiple convictions for domestic violence, assault, and resisting police. Michigan was like, look, sir, I don't think you belong in this state. There's another place that suits you perfectly. Florida. Yay! A Florida man locked a father and a daughter inside a tennis court over a scooter dispute. It's a very outlandish story title. I'm very excited. Let's find out some more information. This Florida fella is facing some charges after he allegedly locked his neighbor and his neighbor's five-year-old daughter inside a tennis facility at an apartment complex. So bizarre. The The deputies say the man was very upset, very angry after seeing a father watching over his five-year-old daughter inside the tennis courts while she was riding a scooter on the tennis courts. 
Okay. I assume he's letting her ride around the courts because no one's playing on the tennis courts. Uh, I assume. He's probably not a maniac. And by the way, the tennis court is a great place to teach your daughter how to ride a scooter or a skateboard or a bicycle because it's paved. It's free of any stones or gravel or, you know, potholes. So that's good. And it's fenced in, which means it's extremely safe. It's a very proper, ideal environment to teach a child how to use such things because, well, they're not going to flee off into traffic. It's fenced in. She can't just go rogue and skate into traffic or scoot into traffic. This is a very good place to teach someone. Obviously, this guy, James Olson, disagrees. He's 63 years old, and he is now facing charges of false imprisonment after allegedly telling the father-daughter duo that scooter riding is not allowed. It's not allowed in the courts. The victim reportedly refused to leave, saying, saying that he wasn't breaking any rules. Olson responded by using a padlock to lock the father-daughter scooter duo inside the tennis facility. <laughs> Wow, this guy is out of his mind. Uh, Olson claimed he was the president of the building, which I, I'm going to assume is a total flat-out lie. There's no position called president of the building. Yeah, I'm president of the building. I'm the king of tennis courts. <laughs> Shut up, bro. He said he's the president of the building, which investigators quickly determined was not true after speaking to a security guard. Oh, what a big surprise. He lied about that. It's hard to live with people like this, out of control. Uh, the media reported that Olson was once the president, but is not anymore. Oh, they have a position called president of the building. Are you sure, media? Did you do a deep dive on this? My hunch is he's not president of the building. Perhaps he's on the board. I'm sure they have a board. The 63-year-old James still had the keys to the tennis court, apparently. So maybe at one time he was president of something. He must have been like president of the courts. A security guard let the father-daughter out of the tennis courts before the victim called the police on James. James's wife told the media that her husband suffers from health issues and that the incident was out of character for him. He's got some mental issues, of course, of course. He's facing charges including false imprisonment. False imprisonment of a child under age 13. Very specific bylaw. Uh, he's going to have a hearing. and uh, Good news for him. I, I think there's tennis courts in the prisons these days, right? I think you <laughs> He'll at least be able to play some ping pong. A Florida man was caught on camera having sex with a miniature horse. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> Perverts. It's a very strange fetish. The horseplay fetish. And... I never understand people having sex with these large animals. Well, this is a miniature version of that large animal. But people have sex with horses and cows and sheep and goats and donkeys. I'm always like, well, how? Aren't you afraid of being kicked in the junk? So a Florida man was arrested after being caught on camera sexually assaulting a miniature horse on a farm that he worked near. Did I already say that? According to the sheriff's office... Catherine Engel is the homeowner. She contacted authorities regarding some video footage that she has. You guys might want to take a look at this video footage. The children should please leave the room. This is not for the faint of heart. Especially if you're a fan of horses, you're going to be very disturbed by what you see on this footage. Catherine told the investigators she noticed one of her horses had some marks around its neck. 
and then she found some bungee cords and ropes around the horse's neck as well on another occasion. She started to get suspicious, so she uh, installed a camera inside the barn. She was shocked to find some pretty ornery footage. It's a 57-year-old man named Santiago Victoria. He enters the horse barn and gets behind the miniature horse in what Catherine describes as a sexual manner. Um, The affidavit states that Santiago was seen multiple times standing behind this miniature horse, which they don't name, while holding on to the horse's hips with both hands before exiting the barn. The deputies made contact with Santiago, and he admitted to having sex with the horse, but he couldn't recall exactly how many times he had sex with the horse. It was clearly multiple times. It was a relationship. Somebody rocking, knocking the boots in a barn with a horse. Uh, I've never understood this wild animal barn sex thing that people have going on. I can understand from a technical standpoint, though, why you would choose why you would choose a miniature horse because those big horses, the full size, how do you get up on that ass? It's just very difficult. You need like a step stool of some sort. The miniature horse, though, it's right, you know, it's low. That makes it like perfect for this kind of thing. I'm, I'm not condoning it. I think it's ridiculous. This guy's got a mental issue of some sort. But I can see where he's coming from with the miniature horse. They probably smell better, too. Now, I'm not condoning sex with miniature horses, guys, okay? Do I got to say this again and again before I'm canceled? I'm just saying. If you're going to have sex with a horse, a miniature horse is probably easiest, (laughs) I'd imagine. You could probably take a kick from a miniature horse. The full-size horses, though, man, they'll kill you. I still don't get this, uh, the horseplay. I just don't get the horseplay. Can someone please explain this to me? Anybody living in a rural area that (laughs) has some experience with this this, uh, barnyard love? Give me that barnyard love. Give me that barnyard love. Florida residents claim that their roosters are being stolen for a cockfighting ring. You got to watch out for these underground cockfighting rings. They're all over Florida, I'd imagine. Several families, in fact, are claiming the roosters are being poached from their neighborhood and their backyards in Fort Lauderdale. They're very concerned. One of the residents even confronted one of the thieves. Her name is Lynn. She's super on top of the situation. She loves the neighborhood roosters. Lynn does. She doesn't own any of them. She just loves them. They run around the neighborhood. She gives them names. She and her neighbors were very worried when some of the roosters started to suddenly vanish from the hood. Here's a quote from Lynn. I'll never forget it when they took one of them. I called him Annie. He was one of my favorites. I loved Annie. He was beautiful. He just had such rich plumage. He let me rub his little beak. It was very, he was a sweet one, Annie. I loved it. He loved me. I'm quite sure he's dead by now. <laughs> or he's been in a fight by now, probably. He wasn't built for such activities. I don't know why you take Annie. He was very slight. <laughs> Didn't look like much of a fighter at all, really. Why would you take Annie? <laughs> he was my favorite. One neighbor recently recorded cell phone video of a man that they believe is the culprit. They're trying to get on the case. I got another quote from Lynn, who's very upset still. Now, Lynn has been on the case. She thinks she knows exactly how they poached the roosters. This is what she says. Well, they always bring a bait rooster with them, right? And then they let them fight for a little bit until they tie her out. And then they take them all away. They take all the roosters away. That's how they do it. I'll tell you right now, I confronted a guy who was trying to grab one of the birds a few days ago. And I, and I, and I felt very threatened. I did. 
yelled at me. He said, we'll get your roosters and we'll be back and we'll get you as well. And then they threw a water bottle at me. I just, <laughs> it was very, it was shocking. I just wanted to pet a rooster that day like I always do. Now, the other residents in the neighborhood think they know what the roosters are being snatched for. An alleged cockfighting ring. Uh, here's some more from Lynn. Well, you know, one officer that I talked to said that it's possibly right in this neighborhood that they're taking the roosters for that cockfighting ring. That's why I've been posting up flyers. I post flyers up and down, offering $5,000 reward for information, you know. It's a blood sport, that cockfighting. I, I tell you, I saw it in a movie. It's, uh, I think it was a Bruce Lee movie. I don't remember. It was from the early 80s, late 70s. I just want to get the people involved and stop this cockfighting and stop these roosters from being taken from our hood, all right? The police can only do so much. You got to get involved in your local communities. <laughs> if you love, the, if you love the roosters like I love the roosters, then you'll get involved. <laughs> you shouldn't even need a reward. You just want to save the roosters. Think about Annie. Think about what his life, what his life became. He's in some sort of underground cellar, cock fighting other cocks, whatnot. It's terrible. The Fort Lauderdale police claim that they have no solid evidence yet of an underground cockfighting ring anywhere in the area. But anyone with information about the uh, missing roosters and the cockfighting should contact the police or call Crime Stoppers 954-493-TIPS. I forgot if you know anything about the cock fighting. Hey guys, what are you doing? Are you enjoying your weekend? Oh my God, I hope you are. I hope I was able to make you laugh a little bit. At least you can say to yourself, you know what? Thank goodness I'm not in Florida. Uh, that's what Florida Friday is all about. Those are my intentions. I want to thank everyone who sent me Florida articles. Lots of you did, and I appreciate it. Someone bought me some coffee, too. It's Lisa from Finland. Lisa is tremendous. She sent me postcards and things from from her country before. I think my uh, certainly my biggest fans in Finland. Probably my only fans in Finland. The whole family listens, so shout out. To Lisa and her fam, uh, she left me a little note when she bought me a coffee. It says, uh, the Thailand flooding restaurant story was hilarious, Jonesy, but I really need to know how they cook the food. Do the chefs use electrical appliances? Is this anything like a toaster in the bathtub? Do they wear rubber boots for protection? What happens when water gets in the appliances? Hey, titty porn, we lost another stove. Hey, and what about the waiters? Do they have time? Do they have to time their serving between waves? Keep up the good work, Jonesy. This is the funniest one I've heard in a while. Yeah, it's a hilarious story. If you didn't hear it yesterday, I covered a Thai restaurant that serves food even though there's flooding. So you're you're basically eating in a flooded restaurant. <laughs> you know, you're asking some questions, Lisa, that I didn't even consider, which I should, which is how do they cook the food? I'm assuming that it's not an electrical situation because you can't just have electrical appliances all around when you have flooding in your kitchen. So it's going to be fire-based or maybe they just, I don't know, Maybe they're just making sandwiches. I have no idea. <laughs> I really want to experience it. If I was in Thailand, I for sure would go check this place out. And if only, if only to meet Titty Porn, the very famous Titty Porn. Ah, oh, man, I, I would love for Titty Porn to listen to this podcast. That would be tremendous. Anyways, thanks to Lisa and the fam, the Durig family, for getting me some coffee. I hope you guys have a great weekend. I love you guys. Thank you for your support. Big time, long time OG fans of the show, for sure. And uh, I also got to give some love to someone who joined the Patreon. And that person's name is, who is it? No, no, my bad. That was yesterday's person that joined. 
Uh, you guys can join the Patreon, though, and get your name up on the wall. You guys want to have your name scrawled up on the closet wall, a.k.a. Weird AF News Studios. You know, get some stu- got a Weird AF News Studios. Could you describe the dimensions of your podcast studio? Oh, yeah, they're about four by five. <laughs> it's a pretty good-sized closet, though, I have to say. So if you want your name up on the wall, you should join the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews, or you can go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner and you can click on the buy jonesy a coffee banner like lisa did and you can send me some coffee that way you got to keep me caffeinated guys what do you think this is huh gotta keep me highly caffeinated that's how i get productive anyways i can get productive on other chemicals as well but i don't know if you can afford those (laughs) hey keep them coming jonesy the jug the drug jokes are just brilliant yeah 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 i know sorry anyways uh i hope you have a lovely weekend once again, if you'd like to call the show or reach out to me, the number is 646-450-2012. The email is funnyjones at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow me and my antics over the weekend, see what I'm up to, or in life in general, follow me on Instagram, at funnyjones. You can even leave me a message. Like my man Joey did, who left me a nice little message on Instagram, too. He says, I love the show. You're a part of my morning routine, which is having coffee and listening to you before I start my work day. Thanks for the laughs. Don't ever stop. Joey Marani. Yeah, Joey lives in Bullhead City, Arizona, which sounds like a really badass place. Joey, do you have sex with miniature horses or full-size horses in Bullhead City, Arizona? I'd like to know. (laughs) Joey's originally from Boston, he says. His whole family's from there. Yeah, wicked cool, Joey. That's my man right there. Go Sox! Go Sox! Game one tonight. Go Sox.